well, even if I'm even if I'm pissing in the toilet, like it just it doesn't even matter anymore. Like the narrative has been written. That's fine. Neither of us are drunk. Yep. You know, unlike last time. And last time, in in total, I drank eighteen beers for the creation of that episode. <laughs> I drank eight during it and ten while I was working on it afterwards. And wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. That you drank eight beers while I was sitting there yapping. Yeah. Yeah. God, at the beginning I, I, of that podcast, I was not drunk. By the end, I was shit house drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I so in keeping up with the theme of never listening to the show I uh, I get a couple of I get a text from you that says that was our best episode ever or whatever the next day after you edited it yeah that was and, like 8 to 10 beers into the post process so I'm not <laughs> sure how accurate that was but I thought it was gold at the time <laughs> so Pat sends me a text that next day and just said like I was out of my tits or something like that like I was uh, and so whatever so I'm just going about my I'm going about my day I'm listening to a podcast and the podcast I'm listening to ends and Spotify just like sends the next podcast along yeah. and like this minstrel music is playing <laughs> so I'm like what the hell is this this is <laughs> I'm like into this whatever this is and so then I hear my obliterated ass start telling a story and I immediately had to change it my skin was crawling yeah. oh, terrible yeah, I love I, re- I love the name oh yeah Jabamba Shmongies <laughs> that was at least five beers into the post process when I was ready to start <laughs> explaining uh, actually uploading it to the RSS so yeah I'm significantly less drunk now yeah though i did um so yesterday the story begins this story anyway with uh i think it was the patriots they definitely lost i can't remember sometime in november they lost and uh i was at the bar watching the blues like sunday night football maybe always patriots fans everywhere just being obnoxious dickheads and one guy was like extra chill like you can kind of tell you know even if he's not, if people aren't wearing patriots stuff if they're like in a bar with the patriots on you can tell which ones are patriots fans because they're like loud and arrogant and like mm-hmm. talking down about all the other teams because we are the best team yep. we are still technically a dynasty because we did make the playoffs last year so we're still rolling and uh this guy was like we started talking about mushrooms and he was like extra chill. And he was like, Hey man, you should try this out. Like, you know, and he gave me this card to the church of mushrooms, uh, <laughs> in Oakland. I think that's what they're called. It doesn't really matter. They don't even have a label on the thing, but I finally got around to going yesterday. The church of entheogenic plants. 
Yeah. So I finally well, went. Well, a mushroom is not a plant, though. I don't These think. people sound stupid. Yeah, I don't think they really care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I drive up. It's like I'm in the hood. There's no storefronts anywhere. And then I see like a plastic sign that doesn't even say what it is. It's just like a, this is the address of this building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, they're labeling it. So maybe it's like an insider thing. And a guy, two people walk up and a guy like with many guns all over him opens the door and he's wearing like one of those <laughs> did you just angle your camera down just to make sure that i knew that you didn't have a shirt on no <laughs> i just i didn't feel like i feel like you were just looking at the top of my head uh oh, yeah but but uh no i'm so excited to hear how the story ends yeah so i wonder well, if you die at the end <laughs> um i might you never know uh so the I go in there and there's like, you know, metal detectors and shit. And I, I give the Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So this guy comes out and he's he's armed to the teeth. Yeah, he's like and, a security guard, but he has more than one gun. Okay. And so you say, I'm going in regardless. Yeah, because I wanted my mushrooms. Okay. All right. All right. Well, to be fair, so I don't know if there are dispensaries where you're at, but they always have those guys. So the fact that he was there... Like I knew that was the right spot because there were there was a fucking armed guard, okay. so they must be selling something that's like borderline illegal, and uh, so I go in there and mushrooms are illegal in Oakland, but it's like it's not legal in California and definitely not the U.S. But it's legal in like Alameda County or whatever county I'm in, but only for like certain purposes, and I'm completely ignorant of all the rules. Like I don't care at all. That's not why I'm there. Is it I'm for there like religion? Does it have to be like a religious service or something like that? I think that, well, they're using that side of it. I think it could be some kind of like psychotherapy drug as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go in there and like, there's a tablet. They give me a tablet. I take a picture of my driver's license. Like I'm filling out this form. And then it's like, basically it's like, do you agree to our, like our ethnogenic plants are part of your religion? So I'm like, yep. <laughs> you know? Do you use have you yeah, used I, I, ethnogenic plants before for like a spiritual awakening purposes? I'm like, yep. Like, you know. Yeah, I remember in scripture class, Father White um, was talking all about uh, ethnogenic mushrooms. Yeah, I remember that time that he had to tab through all the porn that he had on his computer, mm-hmm. and then he got to the mushroom part. <laughs> By the way, I went. I was at the gym the other day, and I went to KirkMinahan.com just to see what they were doing with it. And it, I couldn't see it. Like, the gym Wi-Fi flagged it as pornography. So it must still be that trans porn thing from, like, two years ago. Really? Yeah. We'll so right I'm now. not sure why they've done nothing with that, but it is funny. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so, you, so, so you, you get, you, you're filling out the tablet. Right. And, and just, like, the things are getting more and more extreme. Like I agree to be called upon for like to volunteer for the church and to practice like weekly worship. And like, I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. Like it's clearly like not, it's just a thing that they can give to the authorities to be like, look, we're a church. They're legally saying we're a church, yeah. which doesn't really make sense. Cause I don't think when you walk into a Catholic church, they're handing you a clipboard and like, Hey, can you sign this? And like, say that you're going to believe in all this crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, like you really think that that is changing into the body of Christ. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a, and every single crumb off of it is an additional entire body. <laughs> it's like a, and you have to initial that. Uh, so I'm like, and also, it took me a second to realize that's all it was, but I was like, I also can't leave now. Because I'm in here, there's fucking guys with guns, they're selling semi-legal shit. I can't walk out to be like, that dude's a narc. Like, they're going to fucking follow me. So I'm basically, I'm doing this now. Like, I'm part of this church now. <laughs> Sign up. <laughs> You're going to get baptized. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, fuck it. Just whatever. Just give me the mushrooms. And I walk, there's, you know, like, uh, walk around the corner. There's, like, a entire empty room with pews. So I don't know if they're actually preaching or if it's, like, still part of the front. And I walk through that, and then in the back, there's just this room with, like, shelves and shelves of mushrooms and weed. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, and, like, the guy's, like, uh, yeah, so the suggested donation for this is $5 or whatever. Or oh, like it's donation all suggested is, donation. So this is actually a church. Uh, well, I mean, I essentially was, like, at some point, I'm, I'm asking, I'm going down the list, and I was, like, in my head, I'm thinking, the question I actually want to ask is, what kind of donation do I have to give to get the free thing for my spiritual thing, please? Yes. You know? Like, like what if I choose to not donate? Will you still enlighten me and help me? I, I on don't my think path that would to, yeah. go well. I really <laughs> did not want to test what that would be like. <laughs> you know, it's like that it was the whole thing was like the most like if you could have the most bullshit official business possible. That was it. But they gave me one free chocolate um, mushroom thingy, okay. which I promptly ate upon leaving. <laughs> so, all right. So, how much did you? How much did you donate? I donated forty dollars. So that, that a like a chocolate bar was forty dollars. So it's okay. like four, four little pieces that are four hundred milligrams. I don't know what that translates to in pizza tea or however we did it in yeah. college. So, have you taken them yet? I took the free. I took two of them yesterday, and yeah, I was I was pretty good. You would have got a pretty crazy episode if we did this yesterday. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn it! That's what we yeah. should. <laughs> like if you're talking about getting eight, drinking eighteen beers, like. <laughs> oh, you should have told me. I would have. I would have. Well, I didn't even know I was going to do it. I like, like the second once we decided to push it off, I was like, all right, I'm going to do these things. But then I remembered. Like the on Friday or something, I was just like, I really want to do mushrooms. Like, where's that card? I'm not really sure why. I just needed a trip. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty crazy. That sounds pretty rad. Yeah. So, uh, did you like what was your experience like? Did you did you see some visions? Did you? Uh... I didn't do enough to get real fucked up, but I was it was a nice body high and like a lot of like zoning out. Mm -hmm. Like I was uh, I was in here in my studio like building shelves and moving shit around and there was a bunch of times where i was just on my knees and then i would like would come to like i'd been staring off into space for 20 minutes <laughs> so you know actually you're probably staring off you're probably staring off into space for like three seconds yeah exactly yes yeah, yeah so that's you know if you ever want to come out i could take you to the church of um mushrooms that sounds pretty wild it's pretty awesome I can't wait to go back. They got microdosing tablets. They got everything. I wonder if you can get married in that church. <laughs> I like mean, what I the think of the pieces like that'd be so funny. You go, you go up and you're like, "Yeah, we'd like to get married," and the the guy's like, "Oh God, really? 
you're going to make me do the work that I pretend to do. <laughs> like crank out money selling chocolate for $40 a bar. Yeah, I um I have not well, I've been to one dispensary and it is I it's almost like it's designed to be intimidating. I think so, yeah. I I was like I was like really trying to be chill. But the whole thing is new. It's super fucking sketchy. The shit isn't even really legal. It's like kind of legal. Yeah. And obviously they are not like on the level. They are a great church. I can't wait to go to my first mass. <laughs> Just, fuck. <laughs> the the bulletin starts coming to your house. Yeah. I, yeah, and and one of the things that when I went to the dispensary in Massachusetts is you can't use your credit card. Yeah. To buy it because it's like the credit card is like a federal. Um. You know the the company's like out of state, and I think it's like some sort of federal thing. Yeah. Because it's it's not federally legal, so you had to use your debit card, and the transaction was. You went to like an ATM port, so they they brought out, uh, like a little pin pad. You put your card in there, and it was just a, essentially an ATM. So you took out like a hundred dollars, and your thing cost seventy dollars, and so they gave you thirty bucks back. No shit. Yeah. And so okay. I don't know if it's that there I just don't think that you can use cards. You had to use an you had to use an ATM card though, right? It wasn't like your Yeah, I had to card? use my debit card. I mean, I guess yeah, you I could have taken the cash advance on my credit card, but um Yeah. It would've been like $6,000 for um, <laughs> I'm not exactly sure why that makes it okay, but I I don't know. I, the whole thing is uh it's kind of like silly goose at this point. Right. It's just right. just whatever. Like Waving our hands at every moment, at every turn. Was there a party that considered taking all four of them at once? Uh, no. I mean, the, so in total, I had eleven, like chocolate bites. So mm-hmm. I had, I think that's four four grams or something. Ten is four grams. Okay. So, I think that would have been like cosmic trip if I yeah. if you eat the whole thing. I'm pretty sure because he he had like. I was like, I'm just looking for something mellow, and he had like, like a table of, and they were like, it was color coded in case I was like really fucked up already, and it was like white, green, yellow. Oh, it's it's like red, a, purple, black. Like yeah, you know. so it's like a karate. It's like a dojo. Yeah, yeah. Like don't fuck with the black one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that would have been, I think, five grams was the black one. So that was like cosmic black belt, kick you in the dick. Yeah. Uh, which is, I'm not against that, but I have since learned since our, our college days of just like, we're taking an eighth. Like, uh, it makes more sense to just take a little bit. And then you get into that kind of spiritual, like, in touch with yourself thing. And then you take as much as you feel like taking and the trip is going to be great. If you just smash your brain with some arbitrary amount of it, then you're just like fucking rolling around on the floor and shit. Yeah. Well, my fear is always like, if I were to do something like that, I just, I'm doing it with some friends. And then all of a sudden, like somebody's head explodes and like a, <laughs> like a, like a waterfall of blood is geysering from their neck. And I just like start freaking out. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's not, I think the, it, that's not fun. Right. But I definitely think that that's within the realm of possibilities for me. Yeah. Always. <laughs> 
But that's kind of that's why you gotta like slowly ramp it because you don't know where the hell your brain is at. Like you don't really know where you're at. You might you might be in touch with yourself. I'm not very much so. Mm-hmm. So you could just be flipping a coin. Like I could think that the whole world is melting into a pool of lava blood. Yeah, not good. But the next time we hang out, let's get fucked up on mushrooms. It's fun yeah. as hell. Good. It's way better maybe, than just maybe maybe you'll just accidentally forget them in your in your jacket pocket anyways. <laughs> it's almost certain <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Officer, I was blackout drunk and I ac- I forgot that before I drove home, uh my friend gave me a bunch of illegal <laughs> drugs. That's why I have it here. I'll I remember right through, sir. <laughs> I remember hearing listening to the sports radio and they were talking and like saying about how some guy was busted for steroids and that, you know, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. And it's like, well, what if you were just not ignorant of the law, but you were just generally ignorant, like, like <laughs> in my defense. Yeah. Do they I mean didn't know ignorance? any of this stuff was going on. I didn't even know anything was happening. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't even have a credit card. <laughs> I don't understand anything or just ignorance that law exists in general. Yeah. Not of the law, just of law. Right. That the what social that contract. So, yeah. So there's like this, there's this list of rules. Where, where is it? <laughs> so like the 10 commandments. Yeah. Where's the inside of the box? Yeah. Um, so, all right. So that sounds like you had a pretty rad weekend. Here's uh, the most note, uh, the two most notable things that happened in my weekend. We went down to uh, the in-laws on Saturday and we were doing like the, uh, like the boat thing on the lake and hanging out. We oh, bring yeah. The, we bring the dog with us. So we leave at like noon on Saturday. Bring the dog, leave out, um, you know, the the cat has kind of like its own room with a litter box. And so we fill up two gigantic bowls of food for the cat. And uh, and we put water in the other room. And so where uh, the, the way the cat's room is like set up is it's got like this almost like a I feel like a band that you would put on a like a door when you had a baby or like the cabinets so that they can't yeah. open up very far because the cat needs to be able to get in, but the dog can't go in because the dog ate all the cat's food. Mm-hmm. So we uh, get the cat all set up, go on the trip, uh, come back Monday around like noon. So it's been two full days that we have been gone. So, so you left the animals alone for two days? Or did I left the check cat on them? alone two days. Okay. You can so leave the, a cat alone for two days. I, I suppose so. The dog, dog, you can't. The dog will die. The, the dog, the dog, the dog will absolutely destroy your whole house. Yeah. I don't know if it'll die, but you it will yeah. destroy. Our, my dog will die. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. Doesn't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a softer disposition than that dog. Um, walk in the, I walk in the house. I'm the first one up at the top of the stairs. And, like, I immediately get, like, this weird vibe. Oh, no. I walk into the room. Somehow, the door to the cat's room with the food in the litter box has been shut the entire time. (laughs) So... This little scrawny ass gerbil looking cat comes out of the <laughs> out of my bedroom, <laughs> and I'm like, he survived. Oh fuck! 
Yeah, which means yeah, so. your bed was the litter box. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even know what to do, right? So the thing's like super skittish. And I just, I felt like it was like the feeling that I imagine you would get if you uh, went to get off the train with your son and you start walking and he has to tie his shoe for a second yeah. and you turn around and you just see the doors closing and the kid's just, (laughs) (laughs) he's just going to Broadway. (laughs) Oh man, I just fucked that up. Yeah. Oh boy, did he's I headed fuck that towards Ashmont, and you're just yeah. like, "What the fuck do I do?" <laughs> so, I like don't even know what to do, and so I tell Megan, we open the door, put the food in front of the cat, and then I go on the search. Yeah. Right? And luckily, there was like a small pile of dirty clothes. In the, on the bathroom floor yeah. in front of the washer and dryer. And so the cat used that as a receptacle. Oh, that's, so that's so we had to like terrible. throw away some towels. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, the thing could have learned how to use the toilet, but sm- small complaint. But uh, right. just a horrific feeling. Yeah. <laughs> just So the cat, like, when you came home, the cat was like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the cat was the cat was fucking pissed off all day. It was noticeably skinnier. Uh, and, uh, Megan fed it like four times. The thing ate so much it threw up. Um, yeah. But now it seems to be uh, getting getting back to where it was. So uh, that was just disaster. that was just a really horrific feeling. You know, it was yeah, like I did awful. it did feel like. Uh, it was disturbing. Um, but so, uh, every, everything is fine there. So the other thing that happens is, so, uh, we're back for an, for an hour after this cat fiasco. And one of the things that Meg and I have been talking about doing is, uh, fostering a kid. Okay. And so we, uh, we did this like webinar maybe two weeks ago. And so then we decided, all right, well, we'll fill out the application. The, the entirety of this whole story is to get to the fact that on the application, I don't know what kind of fucking people are applying for foster kids, but this application is nutso. <laughs> what do you mean? It asks, it asks me no less than 10 questions about me progressing through my life and my understanding of my parents' sexuality what really so like as i was a kid what was my understanding of my mom's sexuality what was my understanding of my dad's sexuality as an adolescent what was my understanding as a teen what did you and ever so, think about it once no what the yeah, fuck kind of person thinks about that i don't it's I don't my know. mom <laughs> i suppose if they were gay you would think about it because they'd have to tell you about it but I, otherwise would they have to tell you? I don't, I don't know. But well, because it, they're they are you know there's prejudice against them and shit, and you'd probably see it as you're okay. growing up, and they'd have to explain what's going on, and then you would think about it. But because straight people are like the vast majority, it would probably never. Yeah, they would never have to explain it. It's just like, yeah, like stork and shit, and the right. baby comes I just, out. Like and, I've never seen like, you know, my dad 
wearing a kimono around the house and describing like sexuality (laughs) well he was just a very enlightened man you know yeah yeah they were were in an an ethically monogamous non-monogamous relationship or whatever they're all everyone's doing that out here so they have swinger parties and shit uh now going through the list of responses a list of like checkbox answers um again catholic was not one of the choices because that would have been the best descriptor of what my understanding of my parents sexuality was at the time uh so there was another box uh, non-applicable or unknown is what i select for all of those because that's preposterous yeah the other question is <laughs> and it'll be like you know because we're filling it out for the both of us and so it was like steven uh colon what is uh steven's uh characterization of steven's um sexual activity um like in late teens or whatever it was like an early stage of life before before being with megan what what is is this like a state thing it's a state thing why is that so important i don't know why is there so many questions about that here's the best part right The, the what made it all worth it is that as I'm, I'm sitting next to my wife, looking to answer the question about my previous sexual experience, and one of the choices, of course, it became my choice, was unspectacular. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, what the fuck kind of information does this that give isn't you? real. Whatever you, the thing that they sent you, yeah, they just, they took all your data and they're taking it for something else. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, (laughs) it was, uh, unspectacular, unspectacular was, was, was one of the choices and the choice I made. What is, what were, what was like the opposite side of unspectacular? Um, I don't think electric was on there. Oh, I, know, I suppose that would be the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. As a man, I don't know how much electric sex you're having when you're 15. Yeah, it, you're definitely a two pump chump for <laughs> 10 <Two> years. <laughs> now that you say it, I wonder if I did just get hoodwinked. I think you did, because yeah. that is that's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Eh, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> I'm sure it you'll still find says, out. It's 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 newhampshire.gov. So it seems unlikely that that's not what it sounds like it is. Um whatever. If I go I mean <laughs> <laughs> if I go down I go down, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean I just signed up for a fucking mushroom church. I took a yeah. picture of my fucking license. So if the government's coming after me or after one of us, it'll be me, I assume. Well, actually, if you had marked down that you were having lots of sex as a teenager and it was great and that you were gay and stuff and that your mom and dad were gay, then they'd be coming after you, too. So I think you're safe. <laughs> That's I'm too much of a liability to have around. Well, yeah. They, well, they just hate all those people. It's just like really miserable, super rich people imposing their misery on us. Like, oh, like I don't when I take mushrooms, nothing happens because I have no soul. I don't like how when you take mushrooms you have fun. These these shithead in their shiny shoes. Yeah. Fuck you. Fucking bitches. Let us party, man. <laughs> you gotta fight for your right. 
It's un- it's not unalienable. <coughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> Is it alienable or aliable? I thought un- it was alienable. Unalienable. It's aliable? Oh, Jesus. Um, no wonder a- I didn't get into all those schools. Un- no, it's alienable. Alienable. Yeah. Which is, I suppose, to make... It cannot be taken away or denied. Hmm. I guess that's this, how I say it. Unalienable, right? This one this one just says another term for inalienable. Yeah. It's perhaps that, the that worst didn't definition have the same, of, <laughs> didn't have the same zip to it. No. Who says inalienable? Um, okay. What are, can you give me... Don't, don't click on it. Can you give me um, another synonym of inalienable? Um, uh, uh, intrinsic? Oh, shit. I just looked at all the synonyms. <laughs> okay. Uh, sacrosanct, unassailable, imprescriptible. I've never heard of that one. That sounds uh, like it's not, like it's, you can't, there's no solution to it. Indefeasible. Absolute is what I'm saying. Did you say that? Yeah. Uh, of right. So this is the adjective imprescriptible. Unable to be taken away by prescription or by lapse of time. What does prescri- prescription must mean? I always think of it, you know, we always think of it, right, as medication, but that just must be, prescription must just be, uh, like a subscription is like a time, right? So, I would time. guess prescription is like a, it's like a solution. It's like, this is, this is what I offer you as the solution to your issue. Um, as according, uh, so the prescription, it, it like noun is the thing. It's like the medicine. Um, and then in law, the establishment of a claim founded on the basis of a long or indefinite period of uninterrupted use. Uh, don't it didn't make sense to me. So, uh, like squatters' rights. Okay, it's, it's kind of like must be prescriptive. This is good. This is what the people are paying for, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did write down. I had a thought. Um, I was at the the bougie market, and there was like all these, uh, you know, like Liquid Death and all like the water mm-hmm. companies. Yeah. I was just thinking there's two things. Number one, um, you could start a water brand called Vagina Juice. <laughs> I think people will buy that. Uh, and then you- also, it's something you could just randomly text to someone. Just Vagina Juice is like a funny thing to text? Just Yeah, just out of nowhere. Especially if you haven't talked to them in a long time. Um, well, tell me a little bit more about uh, why Vagina Juice is a good name for a water. <laughs> Primarily because um, I think that people at this point like uh, bottled water is kind of um, overdone. It really should just be like a government issued commodity. Mm-hmm. So, but instead we got like liquid death and people like sarcastically saying how great it is. So it would just be a similar, it's just a more extreme more disgusting version of liquid death in terms of marketing. Well, yeah, that's what you were, so 
I, I definitely want extreme. I don't know if I want uh, disgusting. You don't want to consume something disgusting? Really. You don't want to think about vagina juice when you're <laughs> drinking something? Uh, and... Uh, all right, I just uh, included you on a group text of somebody I have not texted in a while. Uh, it says vagina juice. <laughs> I'm gonna guess at who that person is. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, I, what's the um, there? There it is. There's the vagina juice text. Please, dear God. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that is. All right, cool. Uh, that was gonna well, be Eric with a K. No, I don't have his phone number. Uh, you'll find out later, I, I assume. Um, <laughs> through the, the, this person's legal counsel. <laughs> I was trying to pitch a business idea. Yeah. Um, so what's the uh, what's the work story here? Um, it's funny you ask. So I work at a uh, Why is it funny company I would ask? Because I have a story about work. Oh, <laughs> so I work at a moving company. <laughs> And there's a taco truck that sets up in the morning. Like, they drive up, like, around 7.30 or 7. Please tell me that, that you're moving the taco truck. One of those horns that goes... And everyone flocks to it. And uh, there's also... There's a situation at, at the moving company where, like, the guy who built it with his hands, the owner, the original founder, has built it to the point where it's, like, self-sustaining... And there's a guy who's like the CFO who just runs it. And then the owner just gallivants around the world, like off the backs of these poor people, like breaking their backs up and down stairs all day. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, but he'll just show up and they call him um, bugaboo because he just shows up like out of the floor. Like there's, there's this dude standing there in like a Tommy Bahama shirt with his flip flops. And uh, the other day, there's like several layers of, of management. So like the lowest layer of management before all the workers is this guy, Alito. And the owner comes up to him and he's just like, hey, man, can I get like $10? The owner said to the, the yeah. middle manager? Yeah, like the lowest manager. Can, can I get, yo, man, can I get like 10 bucks? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, he doesn't know what to do. So he takes his wallet out and hands him $10. And then the dude walks off because he's going to give $10 to, he's going to go buy a taco at the truck. <laughs> so we're all just like, that guy just asked you for a tent, like $10, like $10. He owns the $10 <laughs> and he comes back like 15 minutes later and he's like, oh, hey man, like, and he gives the $10 back to him. He's like, the line was too long, man. Like, don't, yeah. And we're like, okay. And so, like, we're kind of just looking at each other, like, dumbfounded. Like, I don't, I don't understand. What's, so what's this? So, okay. I'm, I, I won't interrupt. And then another 20 or so minutes come by, and he comes back. And he's like, yo, let me get those $10 again. Because the line's shorter now. Takes $10 from him again. Again. <laughs> again. And then walks off and buys a taco. And at that point, I'm like, I am like halved over laughing. Like, that is the most unbelievably inappropriate thing I have ever witnessed in my life. 
This guy, fucking, these guys are like, when they go out of work, if they get sick for a week, they're like behind on rent now. Like, they mm-hmm. can't feed their kids. This guy just asked him for $10. It's like, you're, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but, like, they're so fucking overworked that none of, like, I was trying to explain to them how, how lunacy it was. Like, it was just like. Well, right. And the fact that this guy, so did they not accept, uh, okay, did they not accept credit cards? I guess they only not. do cash? Okay. Yeah, or I don't even know. I've never gotten like food from there, but my, the word is that they accept Venmo. But regardless, like, there's two solutions to this. The, the, the most obvious one is you take off, you go to an ATM, you take out all this money that you have, and you come back. And like, at, before you go to the truck, you go to your manager and be like, hey, man, I'm going to get a taco. Do you want anything? That's how you handle going to the fucking taco truck. No, I like this guy. But apparently, there's also petty cash for the business. So he could have walked upstairs one flight and just grabbed any amount of money because he owns the fucking thing. And you can write it off because he's buying it for morale purposes for somebody. You know what I mean? But he just asked this fucking guy for $10. So, <laughs> like a fucking bum. <laughs> so has he paid this man back? This time, apparently, he did not pay him back. This time, so, has this happened before? Yes, yes, it's happened before. This guy sounds like he's fucking crazy. Is he? <laughs> yeah, is he? Yes. Does he have money? Like, is he? Or is he like a like? Is he like a like a gambler or something like that? I, I there must be something going on, but I don't. I mean, the money seems to ebb and flow with him. It's not like a constant stream of upward wealth. Yeah. So there's some fucking thing going on if he's asking. Holy you got shit. Asking the wrong guy for ten dollars. Like you're gonna ask you're gonna, like a higher up manager at yeah. least. Like, holy fuck. You're gonna like, go probably there. makes like twenty five dollars an hour or something, you know? Right. Jesus. You're gonna go there to pick up your paycheck one day and they're just gonna be like, uh, they're not in yet. It's gonna be uh, yeah. maybe tomorrow. Yeah, just and don't get just, paid like, anymore. Yeah, just never gonna ever get paid. Yeah. Well that'll be catastrophic for me. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I'm loving this job because I don't care at all. <laughs> it's the greatest. Are you are you making half decent money? Uh, I'm making enough to get by. It's certainly not that good of money. Yeah. But I also don't work very much. I work like maybe three days a week, so it's enough to pay rent mm-hmm. and all the other shit, and then just otherwise not spend money on anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you still have to buy like the the cheap shitty frozen pizza. Like you can't buy the you can't buy the DiGiorno, right? Yeah, it's just Elio's all day. Yeah, that's not great. It's pretty good if you're drunk. Yeah. So what's the yeah. deal with the coding jobs? Still applying. Mm-hmm. They gave me a job coach recently, so we're kind of going through that shit. And also, there's like they have all these job fairs and uh, demo things coming up, so it's like preparing for that. Yeah. But it it's just like you know, it's taking forever. Right. Everything yeah. takes forever. So now when you go on in an interview in this coding world, are you going to stuff your ass into a suit? I have to look that up. It depends on the, the company. Like I know in my old job, there was a guy who sold to Google and he had a very specific thing that he'd wear. So it was like a, it was really nice shoes, jeans, uh, like a, like a V-neck t-shirt and then a blazer. And that's the only re- way that they would buy from him? It's just kind of like, 
it's just what worked. I don't know. Like, I guess he, the first time he went, he was way overdressed. So there's some, like, they each have their, 